check, check, mic check. Moto 60 show presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex on FlipMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Triple Crown Fever. I got it. You got it. We all got it. Triple Crown this weekend at Anaheim 2, round 3 of the Monster Energy Supercross Series. Looking forward to that. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Do you want to talk about uh, Anaheim or uh, Fabio Quadraro or anything? Uh, we can get we can get a hold of that, and we can talk to you about that. And, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, uh, listening for the show tonight. Today, Jason Wygant and Jason Thomas on it. So, yeah, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Uh, I'm a little bit rattled. I just... Dealing with a text, uh, a Moto News breaking-ish that I can't put out there yet, but maybe soon. All right, 702-586-7857. Taking your calls over there, holding things down. The man, the myth, the legend. The legend. Taking two cookies. Oh, boy. Tits legendary. What's up, Tits? Oh, boy. You know that's not true. We don't know that. No, we don't. No, we don't. I know that. Well, listen, we had a big problem after the Pulp Show on Monday night. Pookie made uh, chocolate chip oatmeal cookies and said everyone could have one. And I got down and they were all gone. Someone took two because there was one for everybody in studio. Is it possible she miscounted? No, it's not. Oh, okay. It's, well, and it's possible right. you're the prime suspect. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, triple Crown Fever, you like them? I love Triple Crowns. Yeah, they're good. I, yeah. I, they're a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, looking forward to that. Fly racing, of course. Get it at motorsport.com. Get it at your local dealer. Thank you to those guys. they got some stuff coming out soon that will uh, blow your wig back. But for now, the Formula Helmet, the Zone Pro Goggle, the FR5 Boot, uh, whether it's Evo Line, Kinetic, whether it's Kinetic Mesh, um, uh, they'll have something for you. they got the BOA. Uh, closure system on the back of some, some of the, on the back of the light pants on the front of the Evo pants. Flyracing.com. Please check them out at your local dealer. I uh, really appreciate those guys coming on board. A lot of things going on at Fly. Uh, you know, it's January 26th as we do this, so it's cold as hell in some parts of the country. Well, check out Fly Racing Snow Stuff. They got it. They got snow stuff. They got personal watercraft stuff. They got mountain bike stuff. Uh, yeah. Lots of things going on at Fly Racing. Good casual line as well. And uh, so please check them out, flyracing.com. We'll tell you more about Plum Creek Funding and Maxis and Get Decal Works, Vertex Pistons, and 100% later on in the show. Of course, 702-586-7857. If you uh, want to talk Anaheim or anything, uh, give us a call, and uh, we'll see what we can get going. All right, on the line from Fly Racing to talk Anaheim, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not much. Preparing for another venture to Anaheim. Okay, so right now it's 19 to 5 for people who have not heard of Fabio Quattadaro. I, I, okay, what are, I mean, what do you talk? What's the, how do you feel? What's the well, well, medium you, here? Well, how do you feel about those stats so far? Well, I don't even know where what, what stats are we pulling from. Is this like in your neighborhood? No, I'm surprised you forgot. We said we were going to poll every caller on Monday's show and the Moto 60 show on whether they've heard of Fabio, the uh, Moto yeah, GT I, champion. I don't really like the way you do these polls. Like you always bias them, so I, I really don't. How, how put is any that biased? Into them because uh, I know how you roll. I know you really well. Like I, I just ask. Like... I ask, ask our callers if they heard of him. That's it. Okay. That's it. I. I I can start sending you mentions if you want. Like, I, I know you love to do that stuff. So if you want me to start forwarding all the mentions and emails and texts, I, I can do that. But honestly, to be really completely honest, I kind of don't care if people have heard of him. He's a big deal. Like, if you haven't heard of him, get out from under your rock. That's fine. Like, I, the, I don't know what to tell you. The, 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 the discussion was 
70% of the audience watching the show did not know who he was, and you and Wygant thought I was crazy. That was a discussion. It wasn't crapping on Dogger. It wasn't crapping on him and his skills. It wasn't crapping on anything like that. It was just I said 70% of the audience had never heard of this guy, and you guys thought I was insane. So I suggested a poll of callers this week. And What do you, what do you think the percentage of viewers have, know anything about Ron Machine is? Higher than 70. Sorry, lower. No, flip, flip that. Sorry, 70% know him. Okay. I, I mean, we, we obviously don't agree, so I'm not going to go back into this. All I can tell you is if you don't know who the world champion is and the biggest motorcycling sport in the world, that's on you. That's okay. All I, that's all, all I've right. got to well, tell you. Thought, I, I thought you'd be interested in the poll that we've had. I'm not. I'm sorry. Anaheim 1, Anaheim 2, Triple Crowns. The, the track map crosses the start straight four times. It'll be interesting to see if they indeed have that track map this weekend. We've seen a lot of track maps come out, and then there's changes, uh, including at San Diego. So what do you think? Do you think they keep it? Yeah, you know, it'll be close. Um, you know, they usually start with these very um, grand track designs, right? And then when they try to make them real, and then you factor in the future side of it, they always seem to get toned down a bit. Um, I hope they don't. I thought the design was really cool, really unique. Uh, it's really busy. So I'm hoping they leave it as it is. And if anything, they can take away things afterwards. You know, don't, don't take away all of the, all the cool side on the front end. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I have my doubts. Yeah. I, but like, I come back to the point of like, why even draw it like that then? Like, if you know that you can't execute it like this, you're not going to, then why even draw it? I think they get there a lot of times, and from what I've talked to track guys, they don't have the dirt. For whatever reason, they just... This isn't their first rodeo. It's no, no, I know, I know. Like, but, it's the same dirt, it's the same stadium, it's the same everything. So yeah. why would, like, you just do the same things over and over? Like, you know what? Ah, we just, we thought, you know, Anaheim would be different this time, but we've been going there since 1986. I can't see the finish line going across the Star Strait and then the next double going across the Star Strait. Also, that seems a little risky, let's say. We've seen it. Yeah, We've no. Seen it yeah. Before. Yeah, no, but two of them, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. I think they will uh I think it I think it will uh change a little bit. I don't know. Uh we got a little bit of sand section and we got a whoop section, so it'll be an interesting track. It'll be like if it stays this way, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I think this is one of the core designs I've ever seen. Um it's the thought process that went into it is uh you can tell that they really tried. And I don't take that lightly because some, some weekends I look at it and I'm like, man, I, you could have probably had this done by, you know, your local track designer. Like, it's, there's no originality at all in it. It's so straightforward. There's nothing exciting. There's nothing creative where this is the exact opposite of that. Then that's why I hope they leave it so much is because we should be treated to tracks that are this unique and, and will take this much thought and approach. Triple Crowns, uh, first of three this weekend. Uh, we like these. I've asked you a ton, and we've talked about it a bunch. They've really nailed them the last, like, since they made the change to having all the main events the same and sort of the spacing of them. The, I remember the first few, lots of downtime. They've worked out the kinks with the race lengths and the downtime in the program of the night show, and they've got it going pretty good. Again, if I'm a rider or a team, I hate these things, but... Yeah, uh, as a media guy or a fan, they're great. Yeah, I, I wrote about that uh, this morning. You know, there's it seems like there's really two distinct opposing opinions on this. It's everyone else and then the riders and teams. Uh, because yeah. for us, that just get to sit back and enjoy it, it is amazing. It is six races that all mean something where guys aren't coasting around. They all count towards the championship. They're full out, full sprint. Anything can happen. All the best guys on the track versus a normal format, which is there's nothing wrong with the normal format. I usually leave Supercross weekends, and I, and I love the show, but it's hard to argue that the show is not better with Triple Crown. Now, I do understand the teams and the rider side. I don't know that it's sustainable to do a Triple Crown every weekend. You know, it's, it's asking a lot of everyone, budgets and mechanics and that much riding for the riders and, and your, the risk factor goes up and injuries you would think probably go up. So I, I get all of that too. But at the end of the day, 
I always think that the best product, whatever you, whatever the best product is that they can put out there, is what they should put out there. And I, I truly believe that that's a triple crown event. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've allowed these teams to have backup bikes too. Another, another expense, yep. another, another issue, right? So, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of reasons you can't do 17 of these things. But do you think there should be points, uh, more points up for grabs for each one, or are you good with the Olympic style scoring and then uh, we go award 26 to the winner, so forth? I'm pretty open minded to it. Um, it seems to me like there should be some sort of happy medium. Uh, maybe not full points awarded for every round. Maybe some sort of bonus point structure, but I know that really gets complex. Um, but I can understand why there would be some sort of adjustment there. So, so riders are recognized for having a really good finish here or there. Um, I think it's okay as it is, but I, I think maybe that it could be looked at and, and adjusted to have some sort of points adjustment. Uh, flyracing.com get it at uh, motorsport.com or your local dealer today on the show we are giving away a pair of 100% goggles uh, to a lucky caller and a patrol fly racing patrol soft shell jacket uh, another good prize JT that's, that's we gave away some boots last week this is a this is like when Max was just giving us goggles like I mean you guys are really stepping up for this Moto 60 show I'm trying to yeah. uh, I'm trying to honor the uh, the memory of Max Ste- Maximus Stephens at WPS by uh, carrying on the yeah. tradition of really strong prizes. Yeah, yeah, really right. Uh, thanks to the folks at Get. They are off to a great deal. How, how good is this for, for Truman and the Get guys to have the oh. Jet Lawrence and Factory on? Chugging champagne, Dude. champagne down there. It's absolutely amazing. The Jet Lawrence guy, uh, that Jet Lawrence guy is using Get as well as Hunter. Chase Sexton and Nichols are using the RPM dashboard as well. Um, also, don't forget uh, two-stroke CDUs, CDIs, two-stroke uh, two EFI ECUs, four-stroke EFI ECUs. If you want a deal from the folks at Get, uh, top quality ignition stuff, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll pass it on. Of course, all of Europe uses Get. Very popular over there. And having the Honda team for these guys is is huge for sure. Uh, we got a futures race this weekend too, JT. All I know is Hayden Deegan's doing it. I don't. Is Chance Hymas doing it? I, I, all I know is Hayden Deegan is sucking all the oxygen out. I don't believe Hymas is racing. I think I think he's going to race Houston, and I think the same for Deegan. I think Deegan is racing this weekend and then going full pro next weekend. Yeah, Hymas is racing Houston when you mean uh, in, in the East Coast, yeah. Correct, Yeah. right. Uh, yep. Futures is, is it, I mean, I don't know how much you've been following it. They're now allowing B-riders in it. It should be a little better than what we've seen, this Futures program. Yeah, it's always um, it's always a weird dynamic because, Sometimes you don't get the guys from the East Coast. Like, it's really far to go to California to race a futures race. Um, so I don't know the entire lineup. You know, it is a part of the show this weekend, and I will be, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll be interviewing some of these guys and, and talking about it on the broadcast. Uh, but as far as, like, a lineup, it, it seems like it's always a smorgasbord of talent across the country because just the rounds are all spaced out. So, you know, I, I could see a lot of the guys just being like, "Nah, we'll just wait. We'll wait till the futures when they come east." You know, and then so you get a lot of the West Coast talent, but not the East. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We'll get your calls right away. The lines are full. Um, let me ask you this, JT, before we get to the phone call. So, as as the first two races changed your mind, you know, I I tried to pin you down here on the show. We most years have four winners, um, and we uh, have five. Sorry, most years we have five. So we had four a few years ago. I tried to get you to name the five winners. You really wouldn't go there. Uh, you waffled. But after two races, like, has anybody either rode themselves into contention for a win that maybe you didn't think about or rode themselves out of a contention for a win that, that you didn't think about? Has there been any changes to race winners this season? For 450, you mean, right? Yes. I thought Christian Craig would be closer. Um, I, I really did. doesn't mean he can't get closer, but, I mean, so far he hasn't even been anywhere near the front. Um, so that's been kind of a downside surprise. Um, maybe he bounces back. We, we all know he has the talent. He just hasn't really shown it yet, and he hasn't been a factor really at all to this point. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, I think, you know, the, the storylines are mostly what they thought they would be or what we thought they would be. You know, I think Webb has been better than advertised, especially this early. You know, these West Coast rounds, he's been rock solid. And I think he did a great job of dispelling 
you know, a repeat of last year where everybody's like, oh, yeah, he did this at A1, and then look what happened. He was, I would say, better at San Diego than he was even at A1. Um, he was the only guy that could really stay stay there with Eli. So I think he's, he's got multiple wins this year. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying it's going to be seven like Anderson and Tomac last year, but I think he gets two or three. And more importantly, I think he's one of the only guys that can really challenge Eli on a mental level and take it 17 rounds without a bunch of critical errors that Tomac just seems to always thrive on. You know, if, if you give Tomac any air to breathe and, and a, a gap, it's over. He, he's proven that time and time again. He, he does not relinquish leads once he gets them. So, okay, Craig is off. Nobody else has really ridden into, into your sights. Not really. I mean, we, yeah. we knew Sexton would be good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we knew that Roxon would be so-so, but he hasn't really challenged for a win or anything. Um, so the guys that I thought would be good have been good. You know, could Barsha steal a win? Yes. You know, he could. He's going to need some help. I don't think he's just going to ride away from everybody. Uh, you know, the guy that I think everybody's pointing to is like, okay, when is this going to happen would be Malcolm Stewart. You know, that's, that's the obvious one. He just hasn't, you know, you look at the results and you're like, well, he's nowhere close. You dig a little deeper and they're like, well, he's really close, but he's got to remove these mistakes. And then, you know, I'm trying to make both sides of that case. But if I pushed back and said, well, look how close he is, look how fast he is, someone else could say, well, he's always done this when he's got close. Every time he's tried to battle for the lead, he crashes. You know, so I don't know how that plays out. Um, the question I've been asking myself all week is that he was really, really on the edge for a couple of years, and he found that that didn't work. He was crashing his brains out. Uh, the Glendale one obviously comes to mind. Then he backed it down a little bit. He went to Star Yamaha or Monster Star Yamaha, settled for top tens. He's gotten his fitness in order, and that was a really consistent run for him, and I, I think it served him well. But he wasn't really in the, in the battle to win either. Now we're seeing him in the battle to win again. And I don't know if, if his risk-taking has also risen alongside that. You know what I mean? Like, has he upped the ante on the risk factor to push the edge like that? And now we're just going to see all these spectacular crashes again. I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's a small sample size. It's only two races. But we've seen a lot of crashing through two rounds. And that seemed to be, have been removed from his game in 2022 and 2021. Any concerns about Anderson winning a race? No, no. he's going to win races, but it's, it's the mental side for me. Um, he, he's right back to doing the same things that he did last year, and it doesn't seem like he's learned a thing from it. You know, he, he had such a great year. And if I'm anybody associated with him, I'm his, you know, especially a boss like on Team Kawasaki or anybody like that, I'm just harping on him all the time. It's like, hey, the mental aspect of this and making smart decisions and avoiding controversy mid-race and all those things play such a critical role in a series that lasts five months. Like, you just can't go through this point of the series where you owe somebody one and then they owe you one and then you get, you know, like Barsha and then Stewart. And then, you know, so he's right back to where he was. He's taking guys out. He, you know, takes Barsha out. You know Barsha's going to pay him back when he gets the opportunity, especially after that tweet. Then he takes Sexton out. You know, I don't really see Sexton as a vengeful guy, but Sexton's going to give him no quarter if he has the opportunity. And I just don't think there's anything to be gained by doing all the things he's doing. Then you have factor in that he's crashing on his own. He's making unforced errors that he did last year as well. So to me, this is an exact replica of last year so far where it's just mistakes, incredible riding, and then more mistakes. And that's not going to win a championship in this class, not against – you know, Webb and, and Tomac, the way they're riding. When did he take Sexton out? In the, uh, I'm sorry, that was uh, Barsha that took him yeah. out. That's, that's my oh, bad. Okay. Barsha took Sexton out. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain here. Uh, yeah, yeah that's my he, bad. He's, I got no problem with the Barsha move. Uh, we'll have to agree to disagree on that. But the mental errors, the mistakes, washing out it's, and crashing it's it out. Yeah, yeah. It's not the dirtiest thing I've ever seen. No. But you don't see these guys, like, Tomac knows, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I have no interest in going in and making contact with Barsha or he ends up on the ground. Like, what is the upside there? There, You know it's coming back at some point. Like, I'm not saying it was a T-bone or anything like that. I'm saying avoid avoid that whole scenario where now you're playing this tit-for-tat game. That's it. Um, all right. Uh, let's go to some phone calls. We have uh, the lines are full. Nick is up. 
Nick, welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. What's your question? Hey, Steve. Yeah, I'll make it quick for you guys. I um, wanted to call in Monday back when you were asking about uh, if anyone knew, what's his name, Fab- Fabio Quantataro. Um, never heard of him, but your point was about how us greasy, dirty moto fans don't follow anything but moto. I think you're kind of right, and JT, you're going to hate me for this. A few years ago, I was at a Super Bowl party with an ex-girlfriend, and oh, there's some commercial, there's a bunch of football players in the commercial, and after it, I looked at everyone, and I'm like, I couldn't tell you one person in that commercial. And I got ripped because I didn't know who I, – I couldn't even tell you who any of the football players' names were. But basically, to your point, Steve, you're right. I think us Dirty Moto guys, we don't follow anything but our sport. And it's been my – It's uh, obviously, that's a generality, and it doesn't apply across the board. But, yes, generally speaking, you're right. Uh, in my experience, I think to get on a motorcycle, to follow motorcycle racing – you want to avoid the trends of stick and ball sports. You're a bit of a rebel. You're a bit of a um, somebody to take a different path, right? To even get on a motorcycle and race dirt bikes in the first place. You are looking for something. You're not interested in following, signing up for little league, and playing flag football. You know, um, generally speaking, our audience doesn't care. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Know. yeah. Typically. Well, buckle up because it's not going to change. Um, all right. Thanks, Nick. Anything else? No, that's it. Thanks, guys. Uh, Have a good one. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Tyler's on, too. Tyler, what's your question for Jason Thomas? Hey, guys. How are we doing today? Good. 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 Um, I was I was wondering, uh, I actually called in before you announced the prizes today. Uh, is that patrol thing that Fly is having? I, I want to know. I inherited a motorcycle, um, and I want to ride it in somewhat of a colder weather. I'm from the East Coast, um, and I don't have, like, a jacket that would suffice. Does Fly make something that would like suit me for that like i don't know like i see a lot of leathers so i don't know if fly has like a leather jacket that would work if that's the thing that keeps you warm or what uh i mean it depends on how cold you're talking you know like off-road jackets aren't leather um but you know if, if it's like harsh cold i would suggest like a snow based jacket like you could go to like carbon or i guess an x pro or something like that in the snow side and i'm not the expert in that category by the way uh, but yeah, okay. I mean, it's, it's a jacket, so it's built to be, you know, off-road riding and, and cold weather. But yeah, if you're talking like harsh cold, like full snow conditions, you're going to want something warmer than that. Uh, no, not cold, cold, like 40, 45, 50 degrees. <laughs> uh, but it's a street bike. So I was just wondering if there's anything Fly makes that would be suffice for me to get. Yeah, I would uh, I would go to the street side. I didn't realize it was a street bike. Um, we have a whole division for that. It's, uh, it's called, you know, Fly Street. Uh, we also have a division okay. called Highway 21 that is basically all weather because it's steered more towards like V Twin and the Harley division. Um, but you can yeah. you can find all that stuff. Um, you go to Fly Racing. There's a street tab, and then you can go to uh, Highway21.com as well and check that out. So yeah, we have we have tons of options. But for what you're wanting, if you're riding in 40 degrees and on the street, the the wind factor alone, you're going to want something weather, no doubt about it. Okay. All right. Sorry to bring up. Street bikes on dirt bikes. No, no, you're no, good. You're fine. I know Steve. Uh, Steve hates their uh, street bikes. So I don't hate street bikes, him, but not me. Thanks, Tyler. I don't hate street bikes, but yeah, I just don't care. Uh, all right, we got uh, David on four. David, uh, thanks for calling the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. You want to talk about the restart? Yeah, I sure do. That that uh. So as I'm watching Peacock, you know, I'm watching that they're going along. And it looked like the AMA guy had no idea where people were supposed to be. It was, it was well, they looked very, very confused. We didn't, we brought this up on the show, JT, not when you were on. When did a 30 second board become part of the staggered start? First time I'd seen that. It's a flag start. That was bizarre. Uh, yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's been a bunch of rule changes, so um, I'm guessing that was one of them. I have an email somewhere on the rule changes for the restart, so I, I'm guessing that was in there. Yeah, I, I've seen a flag start, and then you're, I'm with you. They didn't really know what was going on, but they got I'll it. Find, uh, I'll find the email. It's in there. Right, right. I, I don't know that that's specifically in there, but I bet it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, den- generally, David, it's a uh, flag start staggered You know, over 75% of the race uh, is done or whatever, uh, go, and it goes back to the lap before for the, uh, for the lineup, um, before, the, before the red flag, the lap before that. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you, man. It would seem a little confusion. David, you're right. So yeah, it did. It just, it just. Um, I've seen them before. You know, we've had obviously had red flags before, and I'm a, 
avid watcher, and I was like, this just seems different than, yeah. than it usually does. Yeah. Well, maybe JT can dig up that email. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate and, it. Thank you. And oh, and for the record, when uh, when when uh, when they interviewed the uh, Fabio guy, I was like, who in the heck is this guy? Yeah. And, it's and I watch a lot of motorcycle racing, and nothing wrong with MotoGP. I just. Yeah. I was not familiar with him, so anyways. All right. All right. Thanks, man. I'll put you in that category. Thank you. Thank you. That, that brings it to an even 20 right there, JT. So, um, I'm, I, All I can do is tell you guys to uh, maybe expand your horizons a little bit. So. Uh, fly Racing, by the way. Thanks to the folks at uh, Decal Works. Really appreciate those guys. New code for this year, PulpMX23 is the code to save. You get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. DecalMX.com, promo code PulpMX23 to get 20% off. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. JT, rocking SoCal back in the day. Uh, all right, Rodney's got a fantasy question. Let's go to that. Rodney, what's up? Hey. What's your Pulp Max fantasy question? All right, so this is my first season playing, uh-huh. and I listened to I listened to all the pulp shows, all the fantasy shows, and I went balls deep and paid in and paid for the whole series. Oh, so, thank you. Uh, first question: Could you explain the negative handicaps for me? Well, negative handicaps are for riders that are really good that are not all stars, right? So, well, there can be negative if they're an all star too, but. Uh, yeah, we basically, you know, everything works off a of 10, 10th. Yeah. So, you know, we're like, well, Malcolm Stewart's fast as crap, so we think he's an 8th eighth, an eighth place guy or better, so he's minus 2. We we tell you where we think they're going to finish. And sometimes when, when Jet's been, you know, Jet's gone for 2 for 2 and led every lap, he's a minus yeah. 1. He will not max out because he's that dominant. Uh, Eli Tomac's been a negative handicap before. Uh, and then if you're non all star and you're negative handicap, we basically are like, Hey man, this guy's ceiling is eighth, so we gotta make it negative. Okay. Yeah. All right, that makes so question two is this is a triple crown and since this is my first season playing, mm-hmm. uh it says that the lockout's at ten o'clock and the heat race the or the uh the L C Qs won't be on T V, right? So that should be before ten o'clock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're going to know – for the Triple Crowns, you're going to know the main event field before you okay. pick your guys. So you're going to have your main event guys, and that's why we lowered the handicaps to 11. We used to uh, leave them, um, but now they're only 11 because uh, we want to make it a little tougher. We want to make a little more riders uh, pickable by that. Yeah. And, and honestly, what is it, an hour and a half, JT? Two hours, LCQ Tonight Show? Like, it's not much. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, from walk from finish to walk. Yeah, two hours is about there. Yep. Yeah, so we have a nice little window in there for people to pick their guys and know everybody who's who's getting in. If we were to do it any earlier than that, the time change doesn't work out for anybody, uh, for people in Europe, people in Australia. So, yes, uh, you know, picking the guys without knowing who's in the main is kind of more exciting, but it doesn't work well for Triple Crowns um, just because we, we don't want to change the lockout time. Okay, well, so hopefully I'll get uh, well, you all should, eight you riders. Should, well, you should have all eight in. Yes, yes. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for playing. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, 702-586-7857. Got a question about JT's cooler on one. Taylor, what's up, man? Oh, is this Tony? Tony, what's up, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? Oh, no, my question is not about JT's cooler. My que- I, I'm just chiming in about the Fabio Quadrado yeah. debate. Yes. So I am a huge motocross fan, race since I was a little kid. Listen to all your shows. Eat, breathe, leave. I'm sorry. Eat, breathe, sleep, shit, moto, right? Okay. Never heard of Fabio Quadrado until Saturday. And I am, I guess, the greasy moto guy, but I also eat, breathe, shit, Minnesota Viking football, too. So I follow a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah. No, yeah it was a general statement, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just saying, never heard of Fabio Quadrado, but I understand why they put him on there. Have you heard of and, Have you heard of Valentino Rossi? Have you heard of MotoGP? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah okay. So, 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 sure. so your knowledge is Rossi and, and maybe Marquez? Uh, Marquez, Rossi. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but never have I heard of Fabio Quadrado until Saturday, which yeah, I'm not, I don't follow Superbiker. MotoGP, but right. not that there's anything wrong with it. Like, no, yeah. I think those guys are gnarly, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Well, and, and to be fair, if Marquez or Rossi had been there, they would be on TV. It just was not. Yeah. It happened to be the champ from last and, year. And, yeah. and, and, and they should have got Ron Lachine on there, too, as well. That's right. So, That's what I'm saying. All right. Thanks for the call, man. 
Appreciate right. it. Thank Appreciate you. It. Uh, all right, uh, 702-586-7857. We got a Ken uh, Roxon question from Jeb. Uh, Jeb, what's up, man? Not much. Uh, yeah, I got a question on uh, Bubba's podcast. He mentioned uh, that he thought the reason maybe Roxon isn't up top or staying there is that, you know, the other guys don't fear him. Um, and, and with a week like a triple crown where there's a pretty good chance he could get out in front and win, uh, do you agree with that take? And uh, if not, you know, what, do you kind of agree with James's other uh, um, off-the-cuff takes? I didn't haven't listened to Stu's pod this year, JT, have you? I have not. I haven't listened to either one. I, I don't called Roxon a name, like oh. a derogatory name. Oh. That's all I heard. No, no he, he was kind of explaining the uh, uh, Barsha battle, and he just said that, you know, these other guys don't fear him uh, to where they feel that they could just pass him at any time or pass him back if but, he gave him any, okay, but, you know. But I'll ask you this, uh, Jeb. Do you think Tomac fears Webb or Roxon or Webb fears Tomac or Roxon or Roxon fears those guys, right? Like – I don't feel like any of those guys fear the other guys. I think he fears Barsha yeah. a little bit. Well, okay, maybe everybody fears Barsha, yeah. Uh, do you know what I'm saying, Jeb? Like, uh, okay, like Stu's point is valid. Like, Webb has caught and passed Ken Roxon late in the race many times. I don't think there's any yeah. sort of intimidation there at all, and I would think vice versa. So, I, I, I mean, sure, James could be right, but I, I think for these elite guys, JT, they're – you know they're not fearing anybody. No, no. I mean they're they're competitors, right? I, I think the only the only fear part of it comes into guys that are just willing to come in and smash you and hurt you. You know the the fear of being beat or anything like that. These guys have all raced each other for so long at such a high level. It's it's more of like just competitive angst versus fear. Yeah, yeah. I, so Jeb, I'm not. Yeah, I mean James is probably right in some way, but. Um... I, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think I don't think you need to have fear of a guy or anything like that. You know what I mean? These guys are all champions and multi-time race winners, and and you know they're not going to be fearing. These I think dudes. they all are are very very aware of each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. So yeah, you know, they they all try to exploit those. Like Webb is going to try to play the game because he knows he's susceptible to it or has been in the past. Yeah. He knows if he gets an opportunity to win the race, he's going to try to take advantage of it. You know, and they're all. No, oh, you're break you're breaking up, JT. Uh, thanks, Jeb. Sorry. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, you're breaking up a little bit. Um, okay. All right, JMB's on four, not the JMB. Uh, JMB. Has, it, has everyone heard of JMB? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Most definitely they have. Right. <laughs> What's up, but, man? But uh, I'm nothing much. Uh, who do y'all think has had a better transition to Blue Crew, McGrath or Tomac so far? McGrath switched in 98. And remember, early 98, he didn't win right away. People were like, oh, boy. You know, uh-huh. like, it didn't work out, right? And then uh, Yogi won some. And uh, that was your Albie won the opener, I think. Or no, uh, I don't know. All right. Oh, Seb won the opener, I think. Seb, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I would go Tomac, JMB, because he won the outdoors. And Jeremy uh, rode two rounds, three rounds, led the outdoors, and then hurt his wrist, right? So, right. I'm going Tomac because he won them both. Uh, JT, what about you? Yeah, the, the story's still to be written, but so far I, I'm going to give the nod to Tomac just because he's been so damn good. Uh, McGrath was great too, don't get me wrong, but you look at the year that Tomac had, which was arguably the best of his career, and you can't say that about McGrath. I don't think 98 was the best year of his career. There's no way you can say that. I think that was the best year of Tomac's career. And then he's followed it up by winning everything so far in 2023. Uh, so it's, man, like, it's you're splitting hairs. Yeah. You're talking about fractions amongst the best ever. But, yeah, Tomac's really hard to argue again. All right, J&B, uh, it's a good question. Do you want a pair of goggles or the Fly Racing Patrol soft shell jacket? Oh, I love the goggles, man. All right, stay on hold. All right, we'll get you the goggles. Thanks for the question. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. Fly Racing Moto, 60 Show Fly Racing dot com uh to um uh call in and um uh, talk some uh, anaheim two triple crown this weekend uh futures as well uh we have uh oh, lines are full again jeez jt uh tony what's up man hey hey steve yeah sorry i lost you hey i wasn't sure this is not a question it's a comment i noticed that your new intro music to the fantasy pod 
is a WWE wrestler's entrance music into the ring. And I wasn't sure if you were aware of that or like we just pulling a fast one on you. Uh, no, I'm not aware of that. That would be a, a gentleman named Mr. Swisscore who builds those intros. So, yeah, not not sure. Didn't know that. Figured he was in cahoots yeah. maybe. But, yeah, it's, it's a, this real fucking meathead, chucklehead guy who comes mm. in, a real butthole. Okay, all right. Well, maybe we'll look at changing it. <laughs> Uh, Something to think about. Take it easy. Bye, right, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, all right. Last question for Jason Thomas here. It is from Tyler. It's a Roxon Mookie question. What's up, Tyler? What's your question for Jason Thomas? Hey, guys. I want to start by saying I have heard of Fabio Cuartararo right. because I listen to JT's podcast, and he plugs MotoGP all the time. So I started following it, and it's pretty cool. I wish JT would talk about it more. But let's get into my question here. Sure. Uh, first, I want to ask about Lopes. Uh, what do you guys think his podium chance is for this weekend at the Triple Crown? At Triple Crown, And also, do you all think that he will end the year with overall better Supercross results than J-Mart? What do you think, JT? Well, I love the second question. That's an interesting one. Uh, the first one, he's going to need some help. I don't think he's the, the top one of the top three best guys. He's not far off but I think he's going to need a little bit of help. And it won't take much, right? He's going to have to do his thing, and he's going to need a little mistake from one of the other guys. So we'll, we'll see if he gets that or not. And then also you got to think about guys like Bolin and Pierce Brown and Kitchen and Robertson. All those guys don't find a way to beat him also. The second question is really interesting because on paper, you would be like, oh, easy, J-Mart by a mile. But it doesn't ever seem to work out that way for J-Mart. He just finds more trouble at times than he than he should. Um, so when you're looking at Enzo being this consistent, it opens the door a little bit to that side of it. Um, I'm going to take J-Mart, but I would not be shocked at all if Lopes ends up with more points. Also, uh, Lopes starts so far. I've been on point, and Triple Crowns are all yep. about starts. So, yeah, you know, uh, we, we could see a podium this weekend. I think, I think he's there short. He's, uh, his one weakness has been uh, he's getting a little tired. Late in the races, uh, these are shorter races. His starts are on point. I'm going to give him a 34% chance of podium this weekend. Well, a lot of thought put into that number, I can tell. Yep, absolutely. Uh, thanks for the call, Tyler. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, thanks, guys. Uh, we still have a fly racing patrol soft shell jacket to uh, hand out, but uh, also uh, Houston Live Show. Tickets are available on pulpamex.com. Uh, fly racing, uh, Racer X, Pulpamex Live podcast show at Three Palms at Houston next Friday night. Uh, we'll have some special guests there as well. So, JT, you'll be there. And, uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for calling in today, man. Thank you. Okay, guys. All right, see you. That's, uh, that's Jason Thomas. Let's get to our next guest uh, all the way from way out east coast. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Yeah, way out east coast. It's amazing that uh, you know I, it can work. Like you can be in Vegas and I can be here, and the telephone technology—it's just incredible. It, it's it is it's mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for calling in. Uh, by the way, if you're looking to purchase a home, uh, Weege, in 2023, if you're a first-time oh. buyer or investor, are you an investor? Do you need a vacation home? All of it. I mean, you know me. Spend the money, baby. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Plum Creek Funding has programs to suit your needs. You already own a home. If you're looking to pull cash out, which we each maybe want to pull cash out for you know, any drug problems you have or anything, any kind of cash you need. Um, I mean, just spending sprees. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, contact a professional with over 25 years of experience. Uh, now they can do different uh, uh, loans and access in 12 different states. Uh, Zach Morris, 720-212-4685, PlumCreekFunding.com, Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com. And uh, so check out those guys. Thank you to those guys. Uh, Vertex Pistons, Get, 100%, Decal Works, Maxis, all on, on board. Weege, it's... um. It's irrefutable. It's like JT didn't want to have this conversation. He was very angry. Shocking. 19 to 5 callers that I polled on whether they've heard of Fabio Quattadaro. Yeah, that's your audience. Okay, but I mean, I don't know what else we could do. It was just, I just said 70% of the TV watchers wouldn't know who he was. So the only people that watch TV are the people that. Um Listen to Pulpamex and call the show? No, but I was just trying it's the to... the exact same group? No, of course not, but you just thought I was crazy, and I was like, well, how can we somehow get a small sample size of people? And we thought we would check, pull our callers. Well, this is awesome. MotoGP has just gained this many fans, and the ratings when the races are on NBC this year are going to shoot through the roof with okay. this new superstar okay. that the world has been introduced to. All right. So it worked. Fair enough. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, That was the plan. plan. We're all in the NBC Motorsports family. And when I mean we, I mean me and JT, not you. Right, right. Absolutely. Got it. Uh, All right. Hey, we got uh, got some questions still on the phone. Lines are packed. Uh, Triple Crown this weekend. They've really figured these out with the with the main events, and I think limiting them to three. We can't do all seventeen. I, I like triple crowns. I'm a fan. I'm on board with the, with these things, and I think from the start of them to now, Feld has reworked the uh, the night show, and uh, it's a pretty good show. Yeah, they are really good. Uh, they were they were never terrible, but it needed some refining, mostly the length of the mains, yep. right? Yep. Uh, but they've got that figured out. <laughs> Excuse me. We know the riders are going to complain about extra starts, and then you and JT will immediately counter with the amount of crashes we have on the fake starts in practice. Um, so I feel like we've got all the counters built up, and it's good. Yeah, I mean, at one point, I think we were so, excuse me, so excited about it when they first started. We're like, every race should be like that. I think we've chilled. We no longer have triple crown fever. It's just a normal part. It's like uh, you having, uh, what do you have, mono or EPV? Uh, yeah, Epstein Bar. Yeah. Yeah, it's always in you. The triple crown fever, it's always in us. Yeah. But we're able to control it and allow it to be dormant. When it happens, we get excited, but we're not demanding more triple Yeah, we just, we just need a spicing of triple crowns. During the year, just a spice. Yeah, and it really comes in handy right now because look, um, we are doing everything we can to prove that Cooper Webb is a genuine contender against Eli Tomac this year. Everybody else, we have zero evidence to show that they could after two rounds. So it is a perfect time to be like, well, maybe this will mix things up a little bit. Any? So we always talk about the winners of the year. I asked JT the same question. We mostly have five, sometimes four, sometimes seven. You know, for the most part, let's go five. Has anybody ridden themselves, any of your guys, any of you guys, the guys you think could win, has any, anybody ridden themselves into a win or out of a win in your eyes this season with 15 rounds to go? No, I think it's too early for that. I mean, Anderson has been certainly fast enough to win, so that helps. Um, I don't think Sexton has been maybe as good as expected, but it's only two freaking rounds, yep, yep. and it hasn't been terrible. You know, so I don't think it – I mean, honestly, if Sexton wins this weekend, is it a surprise? No. Nope. I don't think it's been – no, it hasn't been that bad in the first two rounds. Um, I think the only, the only maybe change is that I think it's after two rounds we can say this is more of the race-winning level Cooper Webb than what we saw last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wasn't doubting he was going to win a race this year, but now there are zero doubts. Concern level for the 21 at all? Well, just points. Um, no, I don't know uh, about riding. Winning a race. Concern level on being him being one of the five. Uh, no. Nope. I think okay. he's got all the tools that we thought he would going into the year. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know what, honestly, is tilting the odds badly for everyone? It's just Tomac being this good. Like, if Tomac's going to be this complete, it, how, do, how do you beat him? 17, how do you beat him? We just calling it 17-0. Well, I'm just saying, like, if <laughs> Tomac wins – 10 races and leaves 7, that's one thing. But if he wins 13, that's fewer. If he wins 15, if he only wins 4, you know, it, yeah. there's a lot more opportunity if he's not at this level. But if he's going to win, let's just say, 75% of the races instead of half, it's going to make it a lot harder. I mean, he just looks like it, it's stupid to get this excited after two rounds, but my God, he looks yeah. like the complete package. And breaking news, really good at triple crowns. Breaking news. <sighs> Yeah, which is odd, right? Because yeah. we always say you got to be a starter. That's not been his strength, but mm-hmm. somehow it works out there too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, that was a good question we had on the call before we hung up, and maybe maybe you heard it. J-Mart or Enzo Supercross results, like for Club MX. Interesting. Yeah, call. yeah, I did hear yeah, that call. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with JT on all topics, as you know. Um, yeah, J-Mart is a higher profile, more accomplished racer than Enzo. But, uh, I mean, going 4-5 or, or whatever Enzo has done, mm-hmm. even that has been a struggle for J-Mart with the actual Supercross results for a long time. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah. He's fast in practice. Yeah. 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 I, I think I was talking to Alex a little bit. Well, you were too. You were right there. He feels, you know, he thinks that J-Mart's, Enzo's results are going to help J-Mart on a, you know, first year on a non-factory team for J-Mart. And he's going to be, yeah. look at Enzo's bikes and look at Phil and be like, yeah, bikes are good. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly he just stepped away from star racing, but there's nothing in these two races to say, like, there is a clear step down from the star guys to the club guys. So right. if you're J-Mart and you just switch from one team to the other, you got to be like, well, so far, it doesn't look like they're that different. No, absolutely not. I want to thank the folks at Maxxis Tires, uh, MXSTs. A-Ray, putting the Maxxis Tires in the main event. 
no problems, with ease, rode it right into that main event. Alex, with ease. With ease. <laughs> uh, Max is a Suzuki. Suzuki <laughs> thank God. Thank, thank you, Chris Wheeler. Uh, uh, so MXST is uh, developed by uh, McGrath. Uh, great mountain bike tires, electric tires, trailer tires as well. Uh, our guy Chris at Maxis there, we each a uh, hell of a guy. And uh, oh, big fan. I've got a poster of him over the podium. Yeah, and a Honda Talon side by side hanging on my wall. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So thanks to Maxis.com for all they do for this show as well. Um, all right. Um, let me go. Let me. Well, this is my next topic, and we got a call about it. So let's just go to the uh, caller. Uh, it's about Seth Hamaker, which is the news came out yesterday. Uh, Brock, what's your question about Seth Hamaker? So, with the news dropping that he's hurt and going to miss the year, will Mitch have a fill-in rider? And then I have a second part question. Okay, when so that about D twenty-three. I don't think he's missing the year, but he's going to miss some races. It sounded like not a good one, Weege, um, for Seth Hamaker. Dude, it's wrist surgery. I yeah. mean, yeah, maybe they're holding out hope that he races late April or yeah. May, but I have my doubts. So fill in. Kind of hurt him. They just did it. They just did it. I, with I, Muffy. I got a, I got a, I got a name. It's floating out there. Not confirmed. Not, uh, not locked in. But uh, I heard Soups. Cedric Subaros. Oh, fill in. No kidding. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to track that down. So don't, don't quote me on that. But l- heard that. Heard that out there. So, uh, you, you know, uh, I just this is almost completely unrelated. But I had a bad dream the other night that uh, I was I got a phone call and said, "Yeah, we will not be using you to announce the nationals oh. this year. Oh, wow. We're going to go with Sorby and DV as our booth." <laughs> really? Ooh. Yeah, I don't know where that dream came from. <laughs> wow! Um, and I woke up and I'm like, "Oh, thank God that didn't happen." But you know, Steve, the more I started thinking about it, Sorby and DV would be a hell of a show to watch. It would be fantastic. Yeah, it'd be great. Sign me up. I think so. I don't know. The French thing got me there. I think we learned from this summer, like putting some guys in the booth that don't have a lot of experience announcing can be good. You know, we can't. You can, can we have the Sorby DV Manning cast? Can we have a side cast with Sorby and DV? Yes, destroying guys. I would love it. I would love yep. it. Sorby's back in and loving soups. Yeah. They probably love soups. Uh, what Brock? Uh, what else? What, what else was your question? Other than Millville, what's your favorite and least favorite D23 track you raced? Mm, yeah, Millville's the best, right? But uh, other than Millville, I will go – I didn't like Kellogg. I think Kellogg was my least favorite. And my Did, next uh, – you raced Brookston? No, never raced Brookston. Okay. Uh, my, next, my next favorite would probably be – kind of like Elko. Kind of yeah, like Elko. Grantsburg was good too. Um, Staples. I feel like the sand. Yeah, I do like the sand. I'm a good sand rider. Sta- uh, Staples is a good one. That's 30, yep. Little Falls and Staples is 30 minutes from my house. Oh, okay. Way. All right. Yeah. No, it takes me back for sure. Uh, all right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, all right. We got Cody on too with a pulp fantasy question. Cody, what's your pulp fantasy question? All right, Steve. I know you're going to poo poo this idea, but for Triple Crowns, 30% bonus if you lock in your team 24 hours before the normal lockout. What well, do you we, think? We talked about it. It's just, I think Mark's, I think it's too hard for Marks to do that, or he thought it would be too much, you know, just a, a pain in the ass. Uh, but we have thought about that. Yes, that would be kind of cool, right? To just put your balls out there and lock in your team. Um, but, but, yeah. But wouldn't you just lock it in with like super safe picks? Yeah, right? but still. Like you'd just go three factory riders and an all star? You know, so I, I don't know. Uh, all right, fine. All right, thanks, Cody. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a few more calls on the line. So, Weege, um, as much as I asked you about the race winners and if anybody's ridden into it or off to it off of your list, uh, and we did talk about Enzo's podium potential, but we've had the same podium in the 250 class. Jet R.J. McAdoo. Who's the next guy? Who's the next guy to podium? Like, Styles, the chef, Enzo. Uh, 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 it probably should be Pierce Brown. Pierce Brown, um, yeah. I think he went down. Was he catching Enzo? I think he was catching Enzo, wasn't he? I don't remember. I don't. Yeah, it's close. <clears throat> yeah, so I think it should be Pierce Brown, if not Enzo. I don't want to go too nuts on the Enzo because I feel like after these two rounds, we're just all flying the Brazilian flag, and I don't want to be Captain Obvious here. So I think we're forgetting Pierce Brown. So maybe it should be him. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I mean, uh, Enzo or Pierce got third overall last year. Kind of, <laughs> kind of forgotten. 
you know? Maybe the quietest third in points. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a true but, – but it wasn't, a you know, the third best guy. But, hey, he got it. He got it. And yeah. we yep. – Forgot about that a lot of times. So, yep. you know, yep. yeah. He did almost win. He led that race at Forkner. Um, right. One, he, he led most of it. So he's probably been better than we remember in Supercross. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I would love to say Enzo, but I feel like right now we're just all Enzo all the time, and I'm yeah. trying to yeah. pump some brakes. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, I, and I, I'm still on Styles' train a little bit. The star guys haven't haven't seen much, right? Haven't shown much, but – yeah, Chef's two for four in career finishing career supercrosses. By the way, so it's crazy. crazy. You know, just I want to yeah. just put that out there, everybody. We love yep. the chef, but yeah, you got yep. it's two for four. Uh, that's a rough start. Um, okay, so uh, did Barsha open your eyes at all for a win? Uh, only because I, I was not sleeping on Barsha coming into the season. I mean, look, he was darn near third in points last season. We all know what happened, but you know. Riding-wise, he was good enough to be third in points last season. So I wasn't counting him out. Um, my caveat for Barsha was outdoors was strangely bad for him, like way below his normal standards. And then, dude, if you watch heat race and practice at Anaheim 1, he was way off. And I'm like, ooh, is this it? Like, is finally one of these older guys finally going to have the drop-off? But his Anaheim 1 main was good. He looked fine in qualifying at San Diego. I'm like, oh, I guess we just got the normal Barsha this year. And then once you got the normal Barsha, I mean, any week, a podium isn't a surprise. Can you win? I think his odds of winning are just like they always are. Yeah. The circumstances line up. He wins right. the race. Right. He's done that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Okay. Uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, we have Jake on two. What's up, Jake? How are you? What's up, dude? How are you guys doing? Good. What's hey. uh, what's your question about Kenny? So um, I just found something interesting this week and kind of went down, like, the rabbit hole of his Instagram and, like, going through his comments and just, you know, seeing what people say, more interesting about, like, the Suzuki or whatever. But then I came across him responding to a lot of the guys and, like, real real feisty, you know what I mean? Like, like just, I don't know, I just feel like that's so weird to do at his level, like, yeah, I get privateers, whatever, but he's never, I don't, but he's, like, do you guys feel yeah. like that affects his riding or? Uh, no, because know. he was doing this when he was winning on Honda. He's not scared to, I mean, I saw him tell a guy to lick his balls. Um, <laughs> Dude. You know what I mean? Like, like it's I, so I, weird. <laughs> yeah. And I asked the Honda guys about it one time and they're like, yeah, no, we don't care. Like, n- nobody really cared. So. Interesting. I feel like that would be such a big, like, you know, hey, you know, kind of like, hey, dumbass, don't do that. Who cares about these guys? You know what I mean? Like, Look, I don't know. If, I thought I'm, it was weird. I'm Ken Roxon. I'm not wasting oxygen or time to do that to people. Um, Never, right? Right. Like, but, but, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Weege, what's your take on that? So did he ghost off this week on somebody? Like, I didn't, I didn't see this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, obviously with the, with the kind of awkward, like, hating on himself post that he's been doing, like, I don't really understand him, but. I think mm-hmm. it's so people can't hate on him more, like about well, the Suzuki thing, which is whatever. But he, um, I don't know. It was it was an odd post, and he, then the guy's just like, "What are you doing in fourth place?" Like this type of thing, and he just like <laughs> laid into him, and it's like, hey, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Like, no, I know. <laughs> well, listen, he he texted me uh, about Weege and JT, and very angry with both of them. Uh, oh, not you. No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm no. kidding. The I'm, one who said he just doesn't seem to have that. Spunk that aggression, whatever words you were using, but uh, not you. You were fine. No, I'm, I'm joking. He, but yeah, okay. Kenny, Kenny texted me about all of our pods. I shouldn't. I, yeah. I'm joking, and I, people will take it seriously. Uh, and Ken, Kenny, and I have a great relationship. And, and, and I will so, generally say yeah. this: I generally think it is dumb for riders to listen to pods. Don't go on YouTube. Don't go into your your comments. Like, just don't do it. And I mean, if you look at what real celebrities and athletes in more mainstream sports get, like, you would be suicidal. So I just think it's a good way to live right. if you're high profile. However, to Steve's point, Roxon has lived on this edge for years, and it doesn't seem to affect him. So yeah. I guess for him it's okay. Yeah, and he did it when he was winning at Honda, right? Like, I don't think this is not if – yeah. if, if, if anybody's saying, like, oh, look, he's frustrated because he's on no. – no, no, he did this when he was – No, he did this in RCH yeah. days. Yeah. He's always done this. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't think it's a Suzuki thing or frustration. It's or funny anything, to so. see, like, when – so, I mean, you can obviously tell, like – what Eli's about on Instagram, he don't care. He puts no. a video, no description, just raw riding, and that's kind of like what you expect from those type of guys, right? Like you're spending time 
in the comments reading like you know you're almost looking for it at that point it's like dude he, turn your comments off and just ride man eli yeah. told me one time he doesn't want even riding videos because he doesn't want people to look at what he's doing or anything he didn't, right. didn't even like riding videos yeah uh, just show up saturday and win dude you know Jake, uh, but, you, uh, you got any uh chicken stories anything new with chicken so what's he doing How, dude have you guys seen his rc car track no no this so is uh chicken's, chicken's kid weege by the way this is chicken's kid Oh, I know uh, that. So, wow, cool. So at K1, you know, where K1's at, right across yeah. the 15. Yeah. Um, so he used to do it there, and then they got pissed off. He's stealing the, you know, dirt from the sides of the triples and shit. Yeah. So he's he's making little jumps, whatever. So I told him, hey, you know, knock it off, whatever. So then he goes on the other side of the 15 freeway where that closed-down golf course is. Okay. And he has a full-blown, probably like 30-second, maybe 35-second RC car track with a like a – with the stand and all these things, but it's absolutely the sketchiest thing you've ever seen. Oh, like yeah. the stand to get up, like the ramp, it's a, he's stuck like uh, dirt and, and glue on it. So it has grip, but it, it's, it's for nobody but him. It's it's that's, it's awful. That's great. That, but it's that's, really funny. It's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's worth a post. He should post it. Yeah. It would be great. No, it, it's great. Uh, did, Weed, you said yeah. you saw Yoko? Yoko was back? Was that? Oh, no way. Wait, was that? Didn't you tell me Weege that Yoko was at a race? No, oh. not recently. Oh, okay, that was just no. an old story. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, we were laughing about how Yoko, the big boss, oh, of loves loves your dad. Yeah, loves chicken. I I miss him, dude. He used to come to our grandparents for Christmas. And he, I mean, he's <laughs> oh just my the coolest gosh. guy. <laughs> he's really cool. Oh he, yeah, whatever, whatever. Honestly, one of the coolest guys. Whatever chicken needed. He got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it, that's still the case. I I remember. I mean, a year ago, I remember I called in when you guys. You guys were talking about like motorcycle industry jobs and the Cowie spot, and I remember I called and was like, "Oh yeah, I got it." So yeah. Yoko would have been technically my boss, which would have been crazy, but yeah. oh, it, it didn't work out that way. So yeah. he's back at Japan. But yeah, yeah. And then uh, super cool. Yeah, of course, and of course, Chicken's unlikely friendship with Eli Tomac. Just you know, the Eli, weirdest thing I've ever seen. Eli living life just like Chicken did. You know, same, same, same yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. So oh, very yeah. similar. Yeah. I went to his house and I saw Eli's like. Well, this was a while ago now, but I remember when he had like a, a all green like GT3 or something, and I pulled up to his house and I was like, "What the hell is this thing?" And go in and Eli's there. I'm like, "What the? F-? I'm like, what the f is going on in here? Like, what are you guys <laughs> doing?" Great. And you're like, "Oh, we just went riding." And then like Eli was like, "Yeah, dude, your dad took me to this fucking place." I'm like. I felt like I was going to be in trouble the whole time, and like, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what we were doing, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to ride. I'm like, dude, that's that's chi- chicken lives. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't be getting him arrested, man. He's got a race. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, cool. Thanks for the call, man. Cool, dude. I'll see you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, still uh, a couple more callers to go here. Uh, is this Scott? Hey, man. What's going on, guys? What up? How are you, man? Good. This is a great flagging show. I'm going to do that. Dude, going to do that futures tomorrow. Oh, futures. What's tomorrow? What What is futures? They practice or something? Flag. They rate. They go tomorrow. So I'm hitting that. Oh, flag crew for that. Flag crew for Saturday. Oh, okay. All right. The Weege, uh futures is in the night show this this weekend, right? Weege? Yeah, our guy Mitchie Kendra on the racetrack side, he's preparing the list of rules and regs and who's competing right now. So we'll have it on the racetrack side in a moment. But let's be honest. This is not Supercross Futures this weekend. It is Hayden Deegan races in a Supercross event. That's really what it should be called. That's all anyone's going to care about or talk about. And I might, on my own YouTube channel, make five videos with his name in it because I'll probably make thousands of dollars. (laughs) There we go. I like the I'm just going to make a YouTube video that just says he's Hayden Deegan is racing Supercross this weekend. And I'll end it. Right. Yep. (laughs) And then just end it. Yeah, yeah. And then just Google AdSense money just rolling in. Yep. No, no, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's big. Deegan's yeah. there. Is it going to yeah. be big? No, I, I think so. And he's, he's supposed to race Houston. That's the word. Racing Houston and the East Coast. So, oh. um, you know, we'll see what happens. Ducking but, Jet? Ducking Jet? Is that why? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, is that it? Right? Okay. Yeah, exactly, okay. right? Uh, anything else, Scott? Well, we're front row to the Anderson Barsha thing. That was pretty interesting coming off the track. Yeah. Uh, uh, Barsha said that he didn't say anything to Anderson. They were going at it when they came off the track over by the mechanics. Yeah. Hmm. I I spoke to some people that know Barsha well, and they're like, we've seen the, he loses his mind for two minutes and doesn't even remember that he even did it. Uh, We've seen this before. Yeah, because Anderson. So Barsha saying three hours later, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Kind of checks out. Anderson's deleted tweet was basically saying, why are you getting my face, Justin? You know, uh, and Barsha was like, I didn't say anything. I was fine with it. And then we, all of us were left to like, just be like, oh, okay. 
Cool. Is that going to carry over, or is or is a mechanic? See if you were a mechanic. I mean, do you get in your rider's ear and say stop that shit? Well, yeah, I I definitely would if I was a mechanic. Then for those guys, neither one of those guys needs to worry about, it, especially Anderson. But I don't. Yes, I think it carries over. J- Justin Barsha does carry things over. Yes. So when that happened, I mean, the karma on that was Anderson falling right in front of his own mechanic. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good, <laughs> yeah it's true. So. I believe they will both be told by their mechanics and their teams to not do it, not get involved, don't get sucked in, but you can tell them all you want. Yeah, yeah. Does, does you it, can tell them. Just doesn't matter. Say, what are you doing? What, yeah. it's, just, it's cracked up. Yeah. All right, so man. It'll hey. be interesting to see the, uh, the track going across the start four yeah, times. Yeah, four times it crosses. That'll, that'll be great. Uh, thanks for yeah, the call, man. You. Thanks, Scott. we got to run. Right. Thank you. Thanks, man. Uh, appreciate it. And then last call here is Tom. Tom, we have a Fly Racing uh, Patrol soft shell jacket. You want that? I would love to take it, man, but I won't use it and not ride right now. Okay. So. All right. Oh, All right. I have one. I really like it. Oh, you have one? Awesome. Okay. All right. We're yeah, just going to yeah, do the I have a dual sports. Great. Third yep. caller right now gets it. Third caller right now, 702-586-7857. Tom, quickly, what is your question? Yeah, what's up with Logan Carnell? I feel like he's been a ghost. Yeah, he hasn't been. I haven't heard his name, nothing. He hasn't been as I good. Agree. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Anaheim won sloppy, slippery, right? Uh, not his forte. He is a Supercross-only guy, but this weekend in San Diego, yeah, you'd think he'd be better. I don't know. Um, good question. I don't know. Uh, I'm waiting for it, though. I feel like he should be A-Ray level, right? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's where he was last year. He was pretty consistent the second half of last he year. He was. He was. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll keep an eye on that. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Also, real quick, yeah. re- are we getting a uh, preview pod 250 East next week? Oh, I didn't think about it. Are we getting a preview pod next week, we each, to the East? Uh, maybe we just throw it in the uh, regular pod. Maybe yeah. we do that. Yeah, we'll just do that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Cool. Everybody, Thank don't you. forget, live show, Houston, next yeah. Friday. Next Friday. Uh, we got our caller. We got our winner already. Weege, before we let you go, I, I, I got to get your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. A little bit of controversy in the Mathis household last night. Oh. So we got a $20 off coupon for our favorite sushi place that's all the way on the Strip, right? Nice. Uh, it's a half birthday, twenty dollar off. So Pookie and I, specifically, and it's, it's expiring. It's expiring February first or something. So Ooh. we gotta go, right? So we go all the way there. We eat dinner. It's delicious. Pookie and I forget to use the coupon, right? We pay the full price. We're walking out of the restaurant, and she goes, "Oh, we forgot the coupon." And I'm like, "Oh, let me see it. I'll go back." She's like, "No." And I go, yeah, I'll just go back. They'll take twenty dollars off the bill. Like, she's like, no, like mortified. What's the etiquette there? Look, she's not wrong. That's the whole problem. I wish she were wrong. I want her to be wrong. I want the answer to be that you can go back and get that money back. But she is right. You screwed up. This is on you. Now, your ceilings are very high. With all the holes you should be punching in the walls, I don't mm-hmm. know if the ceiling is going to be able to maintain. Like, I don't want your house to crumble. But, yeah, this is on you, and you screwed up, and you cannot go back. You cannot. You can't. No, you can't. Like, you've got to be better, Steve. Really thought you'd side with me. Wow, okay. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm frugal, but I am always willing to take the heat myself. Yeah. That's my fault, not no, their fault. It's a real shame. And she's like, well, we'll just go back. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. No, oh, no. no, no, no. I mean, I'll be dev- I don't even know how you did the show today. Yeah, no, I, I told her I had a nightmare this morning, and it was that yeah. I didn't use this coupon. So I would be devastated, like absolutely I, devastated. I really thought you side yeah. with me. Wow. Okay. No, no, I've, there's always a morals clause. It's, 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 like, What's no, that? That's not their fault. It's, it's your fault. It's not immoral to go back and say, "Can you use this coupon?" It's nothing immoral. Well, I'm just saying it's a huge pain for them, or maybe it's it not is. even it doable. And yeah. in the end, it's your. They they didn't mess up. You messed up. So I don't want to put him in that position. All right. Fair enough. What do you think of the Sorby DV show? Yeah, I like think? that. No, Manning Cast is fantastic. Yeah. 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 It was actually in the dream. It was uh, our buddy Scotty Mac from oh, TV who he, called me and told me. He's the one who called, called you. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I need to call the real, not dream Scotty Mac and say, hey, I got an idea for you. So Roxon, real quickly, Roxon mm-hmm. said to this guy on, um, this guy said, stop being so scared, blah, blah, blah. Roxon says, shut your mouth. In the heat race, I had a malfunction. I just made it through. You don't know jack shit about anything. It's about being smart. How am I going to keep the pass if I only have the outside with a lapper ahead of me? Your stupid ass would have been on the ground. Instead, I chose to be smart and continue to try and make the pass happen in a better situation. Idiot. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Here's my quick interpretation of where Kenny is right now. 
um, for whatever reason, read into it all you want, whatever. The bike is not exactly where he wants it to be. I don't know if that's like, this is the way it's going to be, or maybe they'll get it fixed. I don't know. They're working on it, right? I think he comes off the track and is like, man, the bike is not where I want it to be, but I still got fourth. I still almost got a podium. I wasn't even that far behind Eli. This is a phenomenal, spectacular, amazing ride. But that's not the interpretation anyone else mm-hmm. is giving. Yeah. And I think that's where his anger is coming from. He feels like it's a hero ride to have performed as well as he did with the way he feels that bike is right now. Mm-hmm. But he's not getting that response from anybody else. Yeah, and I think that's why he's including, that. including like us on the pod. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Fans like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting criticized, and he's like, "Dude, that was one of the best rides I've ever had. I got fourth on that thing." <laughs> well, why? Why are you yeah. not putting me on your shoulders, saying, "Damn"? Right. Well, okay then. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Weech. Appreciate it. Uh, you're not going this weekend, but uh, you will be uh, observing from the uh, from the couch out there. Triple Crown Fever. Uh, thanks for the call, man. All right. See you soon. All right. Vertex provides the highest quality aftermarket replacement and performance kits for the power sports industry, including complete engine rebuild kits, piston kits, gasket kits, and more. Check it out. Vertex Pistons, made in Italy. Thank you to 100%. Decal Works, Get, Plum Creek Funding, Maxis Tires, and of course, Fly Racing, Moto 60 Show. Tits, overtime today. Yeah, I know. Good job. That's for taking that last cookie. Okay. All All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next week.